have you been seeing that these like um what is it called these media outlets have been coming out with uh fast these, nine these reviews? social networks the social networks yes for media for jesse eisenberg yeah no oh <laughs> when, when, Jesse Eisenberg. when i when i say social network automatically Jesse Eisenberg comes in automatically he yeah. comes in I, I, then i picture andrew garfield storming at me <laughs> yelling mark <laughs> mark <laughs> mark you know that's the what's one of the i think that's the only david fincher film i haven't seen social you haven't network. seen i have not seen you haven't seen Social Network. No, and I Dude, have to. Dude, you are a... Fi- okay, no, no. <laughs> that is a great movie. It is. I've heard I don't nothing. care about this right here. <laughs> I, I, look, I'll put it this way. I've been told by several people that I need to watch it. It's I just, think you would like it. No, of course. As a film person, like, because you are, a, you know, you you would say that you're a film of aficionado, right? I... You would consider yourself one. Yes and no. Like, yes and no? Why? Yes and no. No, because I haven't seen a lot of major films that people consider to be, like, up there. What, like Citizen Kane or something? I've or? seen parts of Citizen Kane. Same here. Yeah. yeah. So like, But I still like consider that. myself a Okay, I barely or... watched The Goonies this, this year. That's true, but yeah, so there's, a, there's still a lot of... There's still people that haven't seen a lot of movies that consider themselves film aficionados. I'm attracted to certain film. And okay. so, like, for me, there's certain things that I just end up missing out just because... Yeah. I, like one, I don't find the time to do so and stuff like that. But David Fincher's like one of those directors that like has always caught my eye. Mm-hmm. So yes, I have to. Like I have to watch his film. I have to watch his stuff. Like yeah. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo is like one of his things that I'm just like. Whoa. That's the one I haven't seen. Oh, but I've seen the original Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. The original one. Yeah, the one that's like in what like so I forgot. It's like a Spain or something like that. Yeah. So it, it's kind of weird because when I look at you know. I, I like I said, I'm not a, a film connoisseur, but I love to research film. Yeah. So same like here. the easiest way to explain it is like I can tell you the certain gimmicks mm-hmm. of certain directors. Yeah. Like, you know, James Cameron, when you think, <laughs> like <laughs> my fiance yeah. always jokes, like every time I mention James Cameron, she yeah. goes like James Cameron. What the and I'm heck? like, why? And like I know why. It's because James Cameron was like he's the big director. He's like the big film dude. He's all right. I, I mean, he's, I think. I mean, like, I think since after Avatar, I'm just kind of like over him now. But think of his films. Like yeah, when no, you think of great. okay, what well, James Cameron? Like yeah. if I say James Cameron, what do you think of? True Crimes. Oh no, True Lies. Sorry. Really? True That's lies. the first film you think of? That's a great. That has Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis. What about and Jamie Lee Curtis is doing a strip tease in that film. <laughs> And she looks bomb. <laughs> that's, a, that's the only reason. Yes. Not to mention that's the most expensive movie made during that time as well. Too. I was, <laughs> was going to say Titanic. No, that's too that's too simple. No, because everyone chooses Titanic. True, that's, true lies for me. No, because you have again Jamie Lee Curtis in black lingerie at her peak. Not even like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen True Lies? No. Oh my God, Brian! <laughs> you have to watch that. It's even like no, but also too, that's just like a fun movie in general. That, that's like a really good Arnold movie. But it's like, like okay, because I'm trying to get you. And you have Tim Arnold too. That's yes, just super. I, like, I'm funny. not. I'm not doubting that. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is like, you know, to me, it's funny. Because I'm like trying to get into like, oh yeah, like what it could be like, what could be the director's yeah. like big great movies that you think of. Well, that movie also is a is a milestone in his 
um, cinematography because James or, or his di- like director seat thing because he put so much money into that movie. Yes, but the thing is, is that the studio didn't make their money back on that. That's fine. Yeah, but like what I'm saying is that it's like, like the James, water world in like his like, James okay. Cameron does not release a movie without being. Without it being like a big movie. Yeah, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. He's all about big productions. Yeah. Using the latest, um, you know, stuff. Hold on. I have a message right now. So like. Titanic is passion of the Christ with a boat. We know what happens. <laughs> like, I'll put it this way. It's like, you know, when it comes to like James I'm Cameron. Sorry, that just hit me right now. <laughs> I just I was putting it was like the gears were going to my head I'm like okay I said that and then I just registered with that. <laughs> it's just, like there's certain things that yeah. like you say it out loud afterwards and yeah. you're just kind of like oh <laughs> no but what I'm saying is this it's like you know like when you when you think of certain directors like certain films comes out and James Cameron like there's not just one I think everyone resonates with something like because you said what true true, true lies. lies true lies is yours like Titanic for I me actually yeah some people will say Aliens some people will say Avatar oh, I forgot yeah that's right he did yeah. do Aliens he yeah. did Aliens he did Aliens. That was weird. Yeah, because Aliens is like a complete different genre of a film. But it's still massive. No. Like, think of from like Alien to Aliens. Like, if you think of the fan base, yeah, like a lot of people gravitate towards Aliens more. It, because the production on that one was much bigger. It was really good. It was, it's a, well, because, it's you know, grand. that's it's the a, thing. He's not using one alien. He's using multiple aliens. And the that. entire species yeah. that goes with it. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was the guy that was working with, um, what's his name, Simon Pegg, for mm-hmm. like the longest time with that trilogy of like yeah. Hot Fuzz and At World's End and Shaun of the Dead, things like that. Yeah. Then he moves on to like Baby Driver and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And now he's doing that other one, uh, Last Night at Soho, that, yes. that film, you know? Yeah. So like he's like, you know, you have those films that resonate. And David Fincher, the way I resonate with him is that a lot of his movies end up being um, the way I like to explain it is that David Fincher films are always, you start at point A, you go to B, but your destination is not to end at point B, mm-hmm. it's actually point C. The films mm-hmm. make you think that it's from A to B when it's actually from A to C. Mm-hmm. And I think Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is probably like one of the best examples of that. Even Fight Club kind of does that with like, yeah. it makes you think that the ending is a certain he, way, a, but like, it goes further and there's I've, a point C. I've noticed that he does a lot of, like when you see a David Fincher film, the way it's shot and everything, he's, that's the same way yeah. he shoots all of his movies. It, not the same way, but it's the same. It's the same like contrast outline. and like yeah, contrast. I think you know it's like kind of like that murky kind of like vibe. Yeah, very dark. Christopher Nolan. I'm gonna mention him. Yes, yeah, I here we go. Mention him. There yes. we go. Oh, it's did... not a Keeping Up with the Nerds episode unless Brian <laughs> brings up Nolan. <laughs> How? Wh- why are you gonna bring Christopher Nolan into this, Brian? Let me tell you. <laughs> How do you? explain a christopher nolan film i want I mean, you, you know what i want i want our listeners to look back on our episodes and count how many times you mentioned christopher because i know it wasn't every episode but it's been like every other episode <laughs> it's, it's like every other couple right yeah so look okay let's let's get to the point how does christopher nolan go about his films the easiest way to explain how he goes about his films is that he makes you want to feel smart yeah but you're not like, i'm sorry <laughs> but as like a viewer you're not smart if he's, you have to think about a christopher he's giving nolan us film. the benefit of the doubt that his his viewers are smart but really we're not no no you're i'm not saying that the viewers aren't smart i'm no, just saying not. that no i'm saying we're not okay no 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 look 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 okay like have you seen tenant yet or not 
I still have it. Oh, because you, you told me, to. like, people tell me, like, it's not that great of a film. That's it's a not, but it's like, <laughs> it's the ex, it's the expose of and Christopher it's, Nolan. It's on HBO Max, too, and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's how to expose here. Christopher Nolan for the type of person he's like, look, I don't hate him, but I also no, you don't. you don't want to say you hate him. No, That's I don't hate him. Look, if I were to meet him, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'd straight up tell him, like, I'd be like, look, I don't hate you mm-hmm. and I don't not, I do not like you, but it's more like, you know, I just don't agree with the style that you move forward with. Yeah. Like Inception is probably one of the better movies to explain my reasonings as to it. I don't That's need true. you to explain to me a film where I have to create my own ending. Yeah. Just tell me what the ending means. Yeah. You know? I think we're really trying to drag this introduction I think, on. I forgot <laughs> we, we are still in the intro. <laughs> we have to start. If you guys don't know, we are celebrating. We are. We are celebrating our zero year uh, of keeping up with the nerds, of nonstop posting. We haven't taken a break at all. You know, we've always made sure we make sure we put out an episode and this is our final issue of zero year yes brian likes to say zero year Year zero zero. yeah year zero year zero so we're celebrating yes if you haven't figured it out already we've been we're more rambling on than we're usually because we are taking in some adult drinks right now yes Yes. that's that's probably the best way to put it but (laughs) you know but we're still manageable we have one person here that's Making sure we're good. We're, we're <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. He's literally just like, I'm just gonna let these guys go. <laughs> so there's 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 a lot to celebrate. Like right now, my face feels numb. Oh, I'm my nose feels numb. I always start at the nose and then go yeah. all the way. But no, there's a reason to celebrate. Because, Can't feel that. No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> let, can I get serious with you for a second? Okay, I'm sorry. Gosh, let me get serious for yeah, a second. Let's get serious. Okay, let's let's do it. <laughs> I'm serious. No, but for reals, okay, it's yeah. like you know we're celebrating the end of year zero. Um, we just wrapped up issue forty nine. Yes. last week, mm-hmm. and it, like everything has worked out for us in a way that's just like so um, like just so great. That's the thing. Yes, I when starting this podcast, I honestly didn't know where this was going to go. I know that it was a podcast that I wanted to do with you though, mm-hmm. because it started out with you. If you guys don't know, I think we may have mentioned this, but we didn't really dwell more into it. Like when, before we did this podcast, Brian would always come in. He's a customer at the store and I work here, obviously Brian would always come in and we would just have these like hour conversations. Yeah. About an hour. Yeah. About an hour until his like girlfriend at the time, <laughs> the girlfriend <laughs> was uh, not my fiance. Was, well, not his fiance yet, but it was his girlfriend at the time was basically call him and be like where are you he's like i'm at the store i'm talking to renee and stuff and we would literally look at the time and be like oh yeah it's like it's we he came in like at three it's already like 5 30 yeah <laughs> like, no we would spend time yeah talking and but stuff. it wouldn't be like just you know stupid stuff we would actually dwell more into either what got announced or what got you know what's coming out and stuff like that what we're expecting or what our thoughts on certain things as well too the easiest way to explain was whatever was in our gut that we just needed to let out yeah we would just talk about so mm-hmm. there's a lot to celebrate because this started out as a um but we knew each other before idea. that you used to do For years yeah you used to do a podcast before that i was actually part of as well too it was um tales from the soundboard the first time around mm-hmm. then it got changed into casualties as well too and then it was just basically you know that that ended for certain reasons and stuff like that. You you were doing your own thing. Yeah. And you needed to focus on that. And then I was doing my own podcast. Um, I was doing a lot. I was doing a podcast for the store. 
And then I was doing a podcast of my own called Nerd It Down. And then I had a falling out from that as well, too. So we both had different we both experienced the same thing. We tried to do our own brand separately. Yeah. And it didn't really work out. There's a lot to talk about. There is, but we we don't need to get into that. Not yet. Not yet. So once we do the intro for one final time. <laughs> of this year. Yeah. Of this year. Yeah. I'll put it this way. I, there's a lot to be planned out for year one. Definitely. Definitely. There's a lot. We're literally um, talking about new content that we're going to be putting out yeah. soon, which is really exciting. And we're going to discuss it more yeah. in this issue as we go on uh we do want to get rid of some stuff first because some spider-man news has come out yes um but what we did want to do with this issue was we wanted to kind of bring it back to the old school times of just renee and i yes um, how it started yeah how yeah. it started to I end actually, out your zero i was actually listening to our early issues before this as well isn't too. it weird it was weird because when you and i were talking it was basically almost the same thing but we tried to stay on topic where yeah. basically we kind of like we had an outline where it started out like okay we're gonna talk about this this and this because you always had an outline yeah for each episode and then we kind of and then that you stopped that by like by like i think like issue 10 yeah because we were just like let's just let's because we found out our listeners like it when we just kind of like ramble on ramble on yeah so for one last time guys uh, let's go ahead and do this intro and I'll explain why it's the final time that we're going to do this intro afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is a lot to talk about and this is going to be a shorter podcast, I believe just because, you know, we do, um, it is an annual issue. It's yes. not labeled as a current, you know, ongoing issue. It's, it's not a, issue. yeah, it's not an issue not a, issue. It's not an issue issue. It's an annual issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to wrap it up. So that way when we start, uh, year one, mm-hmm. it lands on issue 50, yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. So. Let's go ahead and, uh, for one last time, guys, let's go ahead and do this intro. <clears throat> Are we ready? Yes, you're doing the intro. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Here we go. Let's do it. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds Variety Hour, coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, aiming to be Whittier's number one podcast for all things nerdy. I'm your host, Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show, annual number three. Oh, wow. This is our issue. I mean, annual number three. Dang. Yes. Wow. And to think about it, once we start year one, we go back to annual number one. We have to. Because this is basically it's a, a reboot. revamp. Yeah, it's, it's a, a reboot revamp. slash revamp. Relaunch. Yes. It's a relaunch. I say relaunch. So we, as Renee mentioned before, we are consuming some adult beverages as we record. <laughs> yeah. But um, cheers, first cheers. of all. Cheers. Cheers. So I finished that drink, actually. Did you really? <laughs> wow. All right, fine. I'm that one. I'm uh, doing I brought some Santori whiskey because it's a really good whiskey to It drink. was actually really, I think that's why I, 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 I drank that one. Yeah, so cheers. Cheers. Cheers to... Um, Wrapping up Euro, year zero. Year zero. I don't know why I keep saying Euro. Euro. Year, <laughs> year zero. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to new beginnings, to um, future success, to yes. a lot of things. And we'll discuss it more. We're going to we're gonna get rid of some stuff first, and then we'll talk about what we have planned. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Brian likes to talk when he's drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. I'm just a little bit buzzed. I don't think he likes to talk. He likes to talk when he's buzzed. <laughs> Um, so before we begin talking yeah. about like future plans about what we have in store for the brand and stuff like that, yeah. uh, let's go ahead and do just do some nerdy talk real quick. Nerd talk. Nerdy talk like the old times, you know? Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. 
<laughs> as, a, as a usual, we've had like three three issues con- <laughs> like supported by Spider. So what's different about this one? <laughs> what, what is, what Why could not? possibly be new about this? Well, this time? the first thing was what something that I posted last yesterday. Yes, it was about who was cast as Craven, the Hunter, Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson Which coming is, back to Marvel. <laughs> it's so weird because I I was like, now that you bring that up, like yeah. it hit me again because I'm reminded yeah, cause, of it. Yeah, because you were talking about it on the group chat. Yeah. So um, it was weird because I was going through TikTok last night where someone mentioned that Aaron Johnson is basically cast casted as like two different people. Yeah, he's in he the was, MCU. Yeah, he was Pedro. 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 Who was the um, Quicksilver of, of, of Age of Ultron? He was in Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, that no one apparently liked. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. I mean, there's Screw not one besides like Dark World. That I got was super. Like, you know what? I'm gonna ramble on right here. I got super annoyed <laughs> when people got said that they didn't like Age of Ultron. Wow, and <laughs> didn't like Age of Ultron honestly because that's a still a good, really good movie. I see. I see. It's it's critiques about it but it's not the worst like avengers movie yeah it, it, i don't think it was that bad no um but no aaron johnson um is he he he's now going to be playing craven the hunter in the sony produced uh movie for which is craven the hunter really interesting so i think in one of the earlier issues is like maybe issue 44 i think yeah. that's what we were talking yeah. about is where i was saying that craven the hunter could possibly be a character that could be cast in the mcu but i think People are kind of quickly assuming that the Sony universe of superheroes and villains <laughs> yeah. is going to connect to the MCU. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think that Sony is trying to develop its own thing, its own universe well, of villains and stuff. That's the thing is that Craven the Hunter, this whole casting Craven the Hunter in this solo movie is going to happen after, was it Spider-Man No, no Way Home, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but I don't think it's going to take place in the same universe. Yeah. And I think people are assuming that like too quickly so Mm -hmm. that's like one piece of news there's another piece of news and we'll get to that in a bit but um to me it's just kind of like weird to think about how aaron johnson is going to be playing craven the hunter when he was playing pedro and somehow they're trying to mix universes in together when they already brought what's his face's name from uh you played quicksilver in the x-men movies even evan peters evan peters Peters. and now he's in the mcu as like wanda's brother yeah yeah it's like a weird mix, and so like, like it's somehow not mixing together. And I think fans are quick to assume that this is all going to connect super easily. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's funny. I love. I don't want to, Lynn. Because sorry, I'm really, really. God, it hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I love whenever Marvel news comes out about certain things because you have these like really, really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe fans that just want to connect everything. Mm-hmm. That just want to like, just like oh yeah, and like remember when WandaVision came out? You were the ones that you were you actually I bought into. into yeah, you got yeah. sunk into it by the whole Mephisto thing. Yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> there would be like that 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 red swan, and then when it like red gust like red dust or smoke came out, they're like Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> and then now like it's become sort of like a meme. It's become a meme where it's like you see like the letter M. And it's like it's Mephisto, guys. It's Mephisto. No, that's the thing is that I think it's like WandaVision. I, I think was in part of it. Yeah. Or it, it like kind of brought about this kind of like new age of yeah. Marvel fans that are just well, quick to assume that things well, are going to connect. I mean, I don't blame them when it comes to at least with Evan Peters when it comes to WandaVision because you have a direct character from X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Yeah. And, you know, we thought that was their way of bringing in X-Men characters, but it ended up not. 
it just ended up being like Evan Peters was playing. It still happened. An actor. No, no, no. It'll it'll still. You're still. Happen. You're still going to say. I mean, that. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not like Mar- the X Men is going to be into, but I'm saying that it's not going to start with Evan Peters' character. No, it won't. But yeah. I think that there's some sort of connection. Well, because there. Kevin Feige freaking has a plan for everything. He's like, oh yeah, blah 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 blah. Like, I'm going to do. I'm going to introduce the X Men in the Mutants movie. I'm like whatever, dude. Let me put it this way: just wear your hat. And Production to me even on a professional level, yeah. kind of feels like these writers literally wake up one morning and just kind of like go about their business yeah. and then they just sit at a table and be like, well, what if we did this? Like, even if they didn't cast Evan Peters to be connected to the MCU the way it's supposed to be, yeah. I think that down the line after fans were kind of like, you know, realizing and going like, oh yeah, sure, no, totally. Yeah. Let's go ahead and like, you know, make him the Quicksilver. We're just going to disguise yeah. him as an actor. There's yeah. probably like an idea that was written down at the writer's table like yeah. halfway through the process. You know what I mean? So Aaron Johnson is Craven the Hunter is an interesting idea. One, it is. I yeah. love Craven the Hunter. I think that Craven the Hunter, not only because he killed Spider-Man in yeah. one of the comic books, yeah. but the idea of a hunter that it's all that's it's always looking for the next prey like yeah. the, the 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 next trophy which is really is a cool villain yeah it's interesting cuz i want to see how they excuse me how they're going to do that with you know without this movie having spider-man in it like how are they going to do? That? They have to like that's the no, thing. No, like, that's what everyone thought. Have, no, no, that, no, 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 no. They no, thought no, that no. about Venom because you can get away with it. Venom, but but. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, Slim Shady, relax. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They need to have some sort of reference to Spider-Man here because again, it, they thought that of Venom though. No, there was no Spider-Man connection in Venom. As a com, as someone that works in the comic book store, okay. Yes. Has there been any interest? Have I been disappointed by comic book movies? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that answers that. (laughs) Venom was one. But what I'm saying is like, have there been any releases where they've focused on Kraven the Hunter? Because Venom has That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see what you're trying to do and I'm not going to bite into that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to- I'm not going to play your mind games. I'm not buying what you're selling, (laughs) Brian. No. I mean, I get- No. I I do see what you mean that like- with at least Craven as a character, Spider-Man always had to be referenced. But the thing is, my argument, my counter-argument to that is that, look at Venom then. Venom is a character that's strictly origin from Spider-Man. But how much has and Venom look what they did. Exactly. No, no, no. Look what they did about about Spider, about Venom. They completely like rewrit the whole script of like, oh yeah, it's a friggin', they found these little symbiotes that crashed down to Earth and stuff like that. Okay, fine. I'll spaceship. bite into what you're selling. <laughs> I'll bite into that. They, because you're Sony, right. Yeah. Sony has gone through lengths to try to write out Spider-Man in their Spider-Man property movies. I'll bite into that. Yeah. Because they do have about two years to kind of like flesh out some stuff in the comic books. Okay. So by the time that at least Spider-Man No Way From Home comes out, if they don't mention Far From Home. Far From Home. Is it Far From? No. No Way Home. No Way Home. You're right. I was right. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What you say about me? I'm going to flex my Spider-Man knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) You think you're the spider? (laughs) (laughs) This is a fun podcast. (laughs) Because you're gone already. I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh completely forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> no no okay l- let me let me retract what i said so basically you are right in the yeah. sense that it's like you know they do say have about again. a year and a half say to, that again 
that you are right okay. in a sense. Okay. Can we I'm not, I'm I want that as a ringtone. No, no, no. <laughs> that you are right in a sense because okay. they 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 can essentially like build Craven the Hunter comics. For without Sony, Spider-Man. Without Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. They can do that. It's they a possibility. Can, it's a possibility because you're right. Look at what they did to Venom, right? Yeah. But how well can they do it that it'll sell? That's because true. Venom yeah. built upon itself. And it had about maybe a year and a half to two years of comic book lore yeah. to give it time to kind of build on that. Like Agent Venom was one of those like comic books that like took its time to sell to its audiences mm-hmm. like we had to kind of believe in the fact that flash thompson yeah. was going to work as agent venom that's true and it did right it, it, it did it yeah. did so then how does craven the hunter work on its own like how can you do that i think yeah i mean it looks like excuse me sorry um it looks like they're kind of doing that for at least morbius in a way yeah, but At Morbius least his can origin, work on his But own. that's the thing. He has the potential to be his own little origin mm-hmm. and then just runs into Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. So it's they like... They could do the same thing for Kraven because Kraven, Kraven's origin is could be could work without Spider-Man, you know? But when it comes to... And then also... I to see, an extent. So, to an extent, but then at the same time, he runs into Spider-Man after he becomes Craven obviously. Yes. Because he hears that the you know Spider-Man is like n- no one can catch him. No one can kill him, no one, no one can, can catch him. Yeah. This and is he's the been established trophy. for years. And stuff this like is that. why I love Craven the Hunter. Oh my god. <laughs> well, it's like, funny. I feel like everyone so, like people will always yeah. bag on me for Spider-Man. I don't care but like the the villains that come out of him are mm-hmm. just so great. Like Craven the Hunter is just so fantastic. I'll be there to watch his movie. Oh no! Like the so like you said the first reason is because you, <laughs> you is because you like Craven the Hunter. The second reason for me is because I like Aaron Johnson. Okay, I like him as an actor. He's really yeah. good. I loved him as Kick Ass. I loved him in um, Quicksilver as well too. He's also done other like British films that I've seen and I really like. He yeah. also plays a bad guy really well. There's a movie that he did called Chat Room. Uh-huh. That's actually really interesting. He plays like a guy that tries to, he starts this like random chat room and tries to convince a um, depressed person to kill themselves. That's his end game. Like okay. that's what he wants to do. And it's really good. Check it out. Chat room. Chat, chat room. room. Chat room. And it's really interesting because it's one of those really messed up British films. <laughs> like <laughs> a Brit- British film. Yeah, Brit- like the like the UK loves to put out messed up stories, and I love it. Because it's something that like a normal American audiences would be like, oh no, and I'm like, I'm I mean, all for Black it. Mirror. Black, oh, see, there you go. I yeah. love Black. Don't get me started on Black Mirror because <laughs> I hate that Netflix bought Black Mirror, and they're essentially putting out some of the stories that end up in happy endings. And I'm like, no, no, it's like the, the British one version what, of Twilight. Zone. Yeah, because yeah. it's because the whole premise of Black Mirror is that they have to have those messed up endings and stuff. Yeah, and um. One of the things I don't like, one of the episodes I don't like, which is actually an episode that everyone loves, is San Juan Shapiro or something like that. It had to be what? What's going on? Nothing, <laughs> like, don't even worry about it. Is it about me? I feel like no, it's no, about no, me. It's not about I'm you. that paranoid right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're seeing things. I'm You're seeing things. things. But um, is San Juan Shapiro? Have you seen that episode of Black Mirror where it's like this lady that? I'll be honest. I saw like two, three episodes of Black Mirror, mm-hmm. and then I couldn't take it anymore because mm-hmm. of that whole uh, British Prime Minister having to have sex with the pig. That's the best episode. It, it's such a good because episode, but that like it, literally it, got me. It stands. It stands the. It shows the standards mm-hmm. of Black Mirror right oh, yeah. away in that first episode. Like this is it. No, there's like, nothing. I'm not criticizing it. I just yeah. think that it's like it was too. 
hard hitting for yeah. me that I was like, whoa, this is like something I wasn't ready for. I will say this is that the show was really good, and then when when Netflix bought out that com- bought out the studio, I guess they put out Black Mirror or something like that. When they mm-hmm. bought Black Mirror, the they started having like episodes that had better endings for the protagonists where it's like no that's not how black mirror is black mirror always has like they always go through something in the story and then it never works out in it's supposed to be a mental game it's supposed to show like how we deal with technology and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and how we go and how we abuse it or how we take it for granted or how we basically rely on it if you guys haven't seen Black Mirror, because we're gonna go back to Spider Man in a bit, we, yes. we're gonna sorry, it. yeah, no, you're good. I if bet. you haven't seen Black Mirror, it isn't for the faint of heart, but it is a show that is really well done, and it's like it's the modern version of Twilight Zone. If yeah. Twilight Zone was down, it was done unhinged. Is probably the best mm-hmm. way I can explain mm-hmm. it, um, because old Twilight episodes were pretty harsh. Yeah, um, I think one of the harshest ones personally that I've seen is the uh, when. Uh, I forget the, the, what his ref or what he was related to, but he yeah. goes and visits a um, an old uh, 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 what is it called World War Two encampment, uh, the House of the Jews. Yes, an encampment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah that yeah. one doesn't end well as well, and I think that's probably. I will like, say this: the best episodes of Twilight Zone are the ones that basically never work out for the protagonist at the end. The man the, that keeps seeing a, a monster at the. Uh, the wing of the plane. Yes. Yeah. It never works out for him because never. he gets because you know he gets uh, the plane lands, but then everyone thinks that he's crazy and stuff like that. But he wasn't, or yeah. was he? The, the, we never know. The other best episode was when basically uh, remember that guy goes uh, lives throughout the uh, end of the world, and mm-hmm. he's like he has glasses, and he's like, oh now he, now he can read every book, mm-hmm. but then at the end his glasses break. Yeah. And he can't read every book. Yeah. Those are the best episodes. No, I grew up on Twilight Zone. I think I've seen Same like here. almost every episode and I'm just like, I've fallen in love with it. I've tried Did you my... ever watch like the Twilight Zone Marathon when it happened like on with January? No, but like also in January, they always have like a like New Year's Eve Twilight Zone Marathon on sci-fi. With my dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. I would no, do the same he, thing with my he, dad. He was a he was he 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 was the like a Twilight Zone fanatic. He oh, loved it. So good. Um, to get back on topic yes, because we sorry. do have a lot more to talk about. about yes, the we might have to stretch out this episode. It, it's fine. No, no. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's short, but yeah. you know, it's whatever. It's yeah. it's supposed to be us two, anyways. Um, Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. Going about it again. Uh, they did also mention that there are that they there. It's slightly confirmed yeah. that the Sinister Six is going to be in this new film, this new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And what they're trying to say is that essentially the Sinister Six are going to be comprised of villains from the Spider-Man universe from different dimensions. So we're going to get the Green Goblin from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to get the Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man universe, Sandman from Spider-Man 3, yeah. Mysterio from uh, the new Spider-Man movies. Like it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be comprised it's of gonna all be... these villains from different multiverses. So from what 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 I've seen from Sony is that whenever Sony decides to have plans for a future Spider-Man movie, because this is something that I've noticed about Sony, is that when Spider-Man Three came out, you know they had they did everything they wanted. But I remember when the uh, when the ideas for Spider-Man Four with Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi were originally supposed to be, they were supposed to have Lizard and Mysterio in it. Uh-huh. But obviously those movies never the Sam Raimi left or they stopped doing the Sam Raimi trilogy the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films but then they rebooted it in Amazing Spider-Man and guess what the next villain was in Amazing Spider-Man Rhino No it was Lizard 
Was it Lizard? Yeah. The first <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. The main villain was was Lizard. Oh, no, you're right, you're right. But Lizard was the original thought into Spider-Man 4. You're talking about from 3 to the the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And that and guess what? When they rebooted <laughs> when they when they rebooted um the Spider-Man franchise after Amazing Spider-Man, the original thought for Spider-Man, I mean, or at least Amazing Spider-Man 3 was Vulture. That was the next villain. And then that carried on into Spider-Man Homecoming. I think that Spider-Man's such a weird yeah. like character to just kind of look at film-wise because I, that's the thing. It's they, just, they want yeah. to carry on his story. Like Unlike Batman, for example, where you can have a multiverse that exists with him, yeah. I feel like creating like a Batman multiverse is much more comforting than creating a Spider-Man multiverse. Because, and I'll put it this way, a Spider-Man multiverse wasn't introduced until, like, it was slightly introduced in the 90s with the animation yeah. with Madam Web and yeah. stuff like that. But it wasn't until, um, what's his name? Uh, I, I, I hate this guy because of Superior Spider-Man. Dan Slott. Dan Slott, thank you. <laughs> Blank down his name. I hate, I forgot the name of the guy that I hate most with passion. <laughs> I love him, but I hate him. Dan Slott. Yeah. Dan Slott. Um, his, his creation of the Spider-Verse and <laughs> I mean, bringing about. I remember every week. Oh, yeah, because I was pissed off that they killed just, off. Just talk about Dan Slott and how much you Because <laughs> he made, he killed off Peter Parker mm-hmm. in one of the worst ways possible. If you want to sell books, you gotta be edgy. Yes, and he did that. <laughs> so here's the thing. He sold me with his concept, yeah. and I bought into it. I'm not going to lie. I bought. I have every issue of Superior Spider-Man at home. Mm. I do. I, I, I do, I, too. I enjoy him. I, I love it. I love that was Superior a gr- Spider-Man. Honest, okay, Superior Spider-Man was actually a real... I, I mean, I have to say, it was a really good run. It was interesting. It was different because you have Doc Ock. <laughs> Brian's giving me like this, like, oh, Renee, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> look, uh, because it was edgy, it was different. You, you have this, like, you know, you have Otto Octavius, knowing that he has to be a superhero, but no, at the same time, no, no but no. at the same time, he has to be no better than Peter Parker was. Yes, okay, I agree with. I you like there. it was no. an interesting. Concept. Do you want my my buzzed off rant of superior? Yes. <laughs> That's what the listeners want. I'm sorry, my words. Yeah, that's what the listeners want. Let me, they want let me, unhinged Brian. Let me tell you. Brian's bothers. <laughs> let me tell Let's you. Let's do it. Why Superior Spider-Man was like one of the best worst comic books arcs of all time, right? It was the best worst. The best worst arc. Because you literally killed off one of the best superheroes of all time yeah. in the worst possible way. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, okay, he got his, his, there was a soul, like, mental transplant yeah. with a freaking, like, golden chip that was, like, ingrained <laughs> to his neck no, or it something. Was, it wasn't, like, a golden, it was, like, basically, he had, like, a golden robot. Yes. That, like, transferred the consciousness. Of, like, of, of then, Dr. Octavius yeah. into Peter Parker, and <laughs> yeah. he doesn't realize it until, like, the end Which, of issue well, that's 500. The thing. It's, that's the thing, is, like, they never touched onto that. No, they never did. We didn't find out until like what, like issue 669? Hang on. Hey, 99 or yes. something? Yes. So then I had a memoriam, okay, of Peter Parker. I remember wearing a, a, a jersey <laughs> a jersey of Spider-Man, okay? It was a sleeveless jersey <laughs> of Spider-Man. You freaking and I would went have to, a jersey. <laughs> yes, I would. And I went, back when Uptown Whittier had Geeks, 
before under it was like around the time that Undercity was developing itself over here in Uptown Whittier. Yeah, we we didn't open during that time. Yeah. We only had that one. Location. I went to go Geeks to fine. go get Superior Spider. I mean, <laughs> look, Geeks died out. It was a great for comic a reason. Book store. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. You're right. I'm not gonna say. It. I look. You're right. There's 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 no denying it. Like you I are. Mean, right. I mean, I mean, I will not confirm to deny that I heard bad things about Geeks. So so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> But Superior Spider-Man comes out issue one. I was there day one to pick it up, okay, with my Spider-Man jersey, and I was sad, and I started reading it, and I said, look, put this on my pull list. I need to read every issue, and I read every issue until, like, issue seven or eight when, like, Peter Parker comes out, and he's like, yes, there's, like, a small fragment of myself still ingrained in the brain. Well, because the way that, what, it was 700 you're talking about? It was, or was it, what, wait, wait. No, what it was issue? just like issue seven or eight of Superior Spider-Man. Oh, Superior. I thought you were talking about no, no, no. the seven hundred issue no. where they give you like a glimpse of hope that Peter Parker is going to like switch back. Yeah, it was, yeah. issue was like seven or eight. I might okay. be wrong. Yeah. But it was one of the early issues. It wasn't mm-hmm. that far off where like Peter Parker comes out and he's like, yes, I can pull out of myself here. And Octavius realizes that he's fighting like Peter Parker's conscious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you yeah. realize. You're right. Go on. Yeah. And then all of that led up to like the Spider-Verse. And yes. I felt like the Spider-Verse was well written to a point until they started killing off different Spider-Men well, from different <laughs> yeah, universe. Yeah. And I'm like, this is Dan Slott's way. It's just, yeah. Of like trying to get rid of certain he's cleaning, Spider-Men. He's cleaning up. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't like this house. one and that one. Oh, yeah. Let's the get Japanese rid of this Spider-Man, one. we'll get rid of it. Yeah, one. it's like, oh, my God. I have every issue. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like. every I issue at home in, like, a good state. Does Dan Slott still write no, he, for Marvel? No, I think he in quit. General? I think he, like, Because he was left. writing, uh, yeah. yeah. Because from what I've heard, go ahead, fact check really quick. Um, because I remember he was writing Fantastic Four. Excuse me. Dang. <laughs> Dang, we're sorry, feeling guys. it now. I know this is basically this is the nerds unhinged. <laughs> like, uh, uh, basically, because I remember there was so much talk that he was like, was it liked in, in the Marvel? Because Gush Spider Man. No, not that. No, it was because he, I mean he wrote because the thing was is that whenever he tackled on a certain character. It wouldn't last. He wouldn't last. He would move on. Because like, he liked killing off certain he characters. He liked to be. Well, because he liked He was to like, be. oh, I'm going to write off Fantastic Four. Let me kill off You know off what it was? It, it was the shock factor <laughs> of what he loved. It was like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man, I'm going to kill off Peter Parker. And it was like, oh, Marvel loved that. It was like, oh, yeah, you sold so many books because you killed off Spider-Man. You know? And then it was like, That's what? why I bought it. Tony Stark's <laughs> Iron Man, and no one bought that because he was writing that. <laughs> but, like, I think about it. That's why I bought Superior Spider-Man. <laughs> well, because you love Spider-Man, and then when you hear well, that because Parker- when you hear that he dies, yes, of course I'm gonna buy into it. It's gonna be like, yeah. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to be like, oh, he's dead? I'm not gonna buy his books anymore. <laughs> Peter no. Parker's gone. No, no. I mean, we did that with Batman. Oh, there's a new Batman in town, and like future, whatever that the whole arc was. Oh yeah, it was. Um, which one? The one with Jim Gordon's Batman? No. Oh, oh Future State? I still, Future State. But I still uh, bought the Jim Gordon Batman. <laughs> I that's still true. That. As soon as Jim did, did, Gordon. He still writes for Marvel? No? no. He's gone? <laughs> wow. Marvel really wanted to phase them out. No, I told you. He yeah. literally left. He doesn't after write Fantastic Four right no, now. No. Yeah. It's because okay. the problem with Dan Slott, and, and I think I kind of remember this because I was following his, like, his career for a while. <laughs> 
it was that That's as fine. soon as he was done with I Superior Spider-Man, because <laughs> it was just like, listen, you wrote Spider uh, Island. Oh, that was his last issue. You wrote Spider Island. I get that. Okay, like oh, I understand what he was doing. Time? Okay, but like when you do things like Superior Spider-Man, mm-hmm. it's like either it works or it doesn't. Yeah. And Superior Spider-Man worked for like ten issues, and then afterwards you really had to stick committed to like watch everything or like read everything else. That's true. I will admit to that. When I was reading Superior Spider-Man, I was basically after that. I was basically waiting for Peter Parker to come back. Yeah, after, after that, like after issue like 10. issue ten. Yeah. Yes, I I know because I lived through that. Well, Renee. because I think I remember it was like issue around that time. Issue ten, he like Spider-Man killed his first like villain, Scorpion. Yeah, it was Scorpion. He I killed him, and yeah, I was, he killed I, him. I, I, I and that was a big issue. That. I remember reading that because <laughs> my mind was literally like, why did you kill someone? He's, he, oh my God. The, I just didn't like it. I was just like, well, there was why? also a lot of things you didn't like about, there was also, what is it? When they did, um, what is it? Uh, Secret Wars. They did a Spider-Man renew. <laughs> Spider-Man, renew your vows. And I remember Brian talking on his old podcast and just ranting about how much he hated that because first issue. Because it made no sense. No, it was perfectly. Just... I mean, I liked it. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. Because I, I don't think I told you about this, but I actually liked the first issue of Spider-Man: Renew Your Vows because it was because. Okay, really. You are the worst kind of being ever. <laughs> okay, if you guys don't know, Spider-Man: Renew Your Vows. Okay. It was a different universe if Mary Jane and Spider-Man basically kept going. If the relationship kept going, they got married. They got a kid. Why do I care? <laughs> because you like that relationship. Because you're a Spider-Man fan. No, the whole point of Spider-Man is the fact that he could never lend Mary Jane. That's the whole point. Yeah. You want, look, the fact that any nerd <laughs> lands their dream girl, all right, is super rare. It's super rare, okay? And that's the point. So renew your vows is like, what if the good ending happened? I don't care. It was a good ending because, okay, what what I liked about it, <laughs> what I liked about it is that it shows Spider-Man basically, you know, he had a family. He has a daughter. And then I think what you didn't like about the first issue was that there was something happening, right, that needed Spider-Man's attending, and Spider and Peter Parker was like, no, I have to think about my daughter. And he had a kid, and he was basically walking across the street with her, and something like that. I don't even Bro- remember the first issue. You don't even th- no. I remember that specifically because I have a good mind. <laughs> and I remember you complaining about that. That was the main reason why you didn't like about Spider-Man. I Renew think I have Rouse. the first issue at home. I gotta look. You gotta more. reread that. Okay. Because I remember specifically is that in Tales of, or it was either Casualties or Tales from the Soundboard. I don't remember what what podcast you had. <laughs> was that it was um, basically what you didn't like was that the ending of the first issue was because you didn't like that Peter Parker didn't respect his responsibility. But then what 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 I liked was that is because he he finally tackled on a new responsibility, which was being a dad. That's right. I remember now. (laughs) Point being to wrap this topic of a Spider-Man is that there's a lot to mess around with. And I I think think that with the news (laughs) that has come out now, 
it's very sensitive because like we are expecting a lot, yeah. but it could lead into many different paths. Yeah. Aaron Johnson is Craven the Hunter. Is it connected to the MCU? Is it not? We don't know yet. We it's won't an know interesting until... topic to think about. I feel like we won't know exactly if it ties in until after No Way Home. Exactly. Yeah. The villains that are announced for the sinister quote unquote sinister six for this new movie that's coming out. We don't even know if that's a real thing. Yeah. But it's interesting to wait and see. I feel like Marvel is really taking its time to tease us and be like, look, we're going to dangle this little rope in front of you. And we're the cats that are trying to play with this rope at this point. <laughs> what is it? What, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Doesn't mm-hmm. it come out later this year? It, no, it comes out like in a year from now. I think he. I think it does come out this year. Is it's, it? it's Yeah, oh, wow. it's supposed to come out this year. And it's like they're dangling the rope that it's like there's so much anticipation and they're messing with the wrong people because if it's <laughs> not... <laughs> They're messing up with keeping up with the nerds. They're messing with me. And one me. of them's a Spider-Man fan, guys. They're messing with me because if yeah. this doesn't, if this does not work out, <laughs> oh my, Kevin Feige, you better expect a letter in front of your desk right now that's oh, going to tell okay, you. Okay, so it gets this released December seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. Exactly. So okay. Kevin Feige's going to expect a letter. Wow, so the in end front of the of year. Oh my yeah. god! Wow. Yeah. Going to end the year with a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So there's a lot. There's a lot to think about in terms of Spider-Man. I liked how we originally thought that this was going to Spider-Man talk was going to be <laughs> technically like 10 minute, 10 minute thing. No, but... no, there's a lot. <laughs> um, We're already hitting our mark. Just to let you know. Okay. Let's, okay. let's go ahead and just talk stretch about it out? No. Yeah. We'll stretch it out. But um, now that we've gotten our nerd talk out of the way, <laughs> which took about 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how. Again, this is like a normal episode of Keeping Up with the Nerds was that it was basically us structure. But when an adult content came out, when adult beverage had a play in it, it basically that went out the window. <laughs> no, but it, if it, anything, well, this look, this is what we could be getting if like we drink our adult beverages and talk about nerdy stuff. Because like because here's the thing. I hold back my passion on these issues with certain things. No, I do. When when I am influenced, okay. I will say in this. Direction. Brian is a different person when because this was proven last week when we went out to drink and we went to Guildhall. Shout out to Guildhall guys that basically was super nice to us and super cool and everything. Did you? No, Guildhall is so great. No, but did you honestly. spill? A little bit. <laughs> Very clean that up. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. No, Guildhall is great. Guildhall is. Awesome. That was the first time I went to Guildhall, and they're super nice to us, guys. Mm-hmm. If anything, shout out to Guildhall. Go there when you can, because they have amazing, immaculate drinks. Yeah. And there's and a location in Burbank. Yes. And another key. That's their, that's their headquarters, or their main, their first, first one, one, right? Yeah. Yes. Really cool. Really cool place. I love that when we went there last week. <laughs> when we went there last week, it was so much fun, because- Where we were celebrating the year, the end of year zero. Really quick story. Before we move on, is that when me and when all three of us, Nick, Brian, and me, we were like, let's go to Guildhall and just hang out. Nick was the first one to go over there. <laughs> Nick's still kind of like, meh. <laughs> Nick was the first one to go over there and, tr- <laughs> yeah, and try to uh, basically get us a table before <laughs> closing. And then they told him no. And Nick was like, okay, fine. And he messaged us. Long, long and behold, when we got over there, me and Brian, Brian was like, "Hold on, give me a couple of minutes." 
So me and Nick were like, I don't know what he what what he expects to accomplish <laughs> after, you know, it was like I was denied. And then <laughs> Brian's fiance came up to us and basically was like, guys, come in. <laughs> Nick's like, what the f? <laughs> like, wait, I was denied. How did Brian get a table? Like, I just love that Look, so much. I'll put it this way: yeah. it's not that I was looking to see if I can get a table myself. It was that I was apologizing that we were going in so late because usually yeah. they have a last call at a responsible time, which is fine. And then like two people left. I like, mean, it's okay. We can talk about this, right? No, it should be fine because okay. I mean, we were respectable and stuff. And I was apologizing yeah. to them, and I'm like, hey, I'm listen. like really best. So I don't know. I don't no, know. No, you're fine. Right it, now. It's. <laughs> we were telling them like, you know, hey, like we're sorry, like you know, we we didn't mean to cause any trouble and stuff. Like two people left literally two minutes before last call, and we got served, you know, at the time that they said yeah. so, which was great, and uh, that's why it's not that I had connections or anything. <laughs> like I'll put it this way, Guildhall. <laughs> Guildhall like did though. Guildhall is the type of bar. It is an esports bar, and it's the type of bar that makes you feel really comfortable. Yeah. Like it's the type of bar that, like, one, the service is super friendly. Two, the people are just fantastic that work there. Sean, Spencer, CC, Andrew, like all these yeah. different people. They're just freaking great. And by the way, Sean is like the best person. Oh yeah, he, he, is he so, served you the drinks that were. He just is like, so chill, guys. Like if you ever guys get Sean while you're at Guildhall, <laughs> you're gonna get the best service ever. <laughs> Arleo, the bar master. Like no, yeah. honestly, like they they were super great. And they seated us like literally two minutes before yeah. uh, last call, and we got our drinks and stuff, and we celebrated. And that was it. That was the that story. was fun. It was yeah. re- actually really fun. It was like we just got lucky. We got lucky, and it was like needed as well too, because we've been all been just dealing with stuff, and yeah. it was cool to just like hang out like old times before COVID, mm-hmm. just to kind of like hang out, have a good time with friends, and so, we got tacos after. Exactly. It so, was so cool. <laughs> so Nick got a torta, <laughs> and then Brian got a quesadilla. <laughs> The lingua. <laughs> lingua. Oh, you got a lingua taco, didn't yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I oh, freaking man. love lingua. Lingua's great. Guys, comment down below if you want to if you like lingua tacos. If you don't if you don't know what that is, that's count why are you laughing? <laughs> no, let me put it this way. Yeah. So the reason why we're talking about this is because we celebrated the year of zero, year zero. Yeah. And it it ended with issue forty nine. And we're gonna get a little bit sentimental here. So I'm gonna apologize right, right, right now. Don't make me cry. Renee. I have a buzz. Baby. No, no, I know. That's why I'm like, I might. <laughs> yeah, go we're ahead. gonna spend the last couple of minutes talking about like what we have planned for year one and what we really want to do. Why yeah. we started this podcast, like yeah. pretty much like our stories and stuff like that. So we gave you guys an early content before. It was like a 30, 40 minute rant. We're gonna go into this and we're gonna spend some time talking about like what this podcast means to us and stuff yeah. like that. So we celebrated because. Um, for us, at least, you know, I'll speak for myself in this sense. Uh, when it comes to like a lot of the content that I write and that I try to produce ends up just kind of like, it ends up just kind of being successful for a bit and yeah. then it just kind of ends up dying down. Yeah. Um, keeping up with the nerds is one of the first pieces of content that I've managed to produce with someone that I love so much for a full year successfully. Yeah. And... It's just amazing to think about how that when it started, it's literally started over a conversation. Yeah. We started this about a year ago where we were just kind of talking about like, okay, well, you know what? We've we've each had our own podcast. We've yeah. each had our own ideas and it, it, it doesn't usually end in a way that we wanted to end. It yeah. just kind of dies out and flattens out and people end up leaving and stuff like that. And, you know, we wanted to do something more. And at the time I was trying to make a, my own YouTube channel and kind of create my own content and stuff yeah. like that. And it really wasn't working out. 
Um, it wasn't until I, you know, talked with Renee about like maybe two weeks, a year from now. Yeah. Uh, or a year ago that we started talking about like, okay, well, what if you and I literally started making a podcast? Yeah. You know, you were ending uh, nerded down. Yeah, nerded down. Yeah. It, it was it, it was at its like. It was kind of like at its, its stilts in a way. Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of like bringing up um, drinking that, matters, yeah, which was my own podcast. Yeah, on which was like interesting concept. I like that yeah. a lot. Um, but it, it, I felt like it wasn't attracting enough attention. So I'm like, okay, well, what if you and I made something together? Like, you know, you had one, the resources to do it. Yeah. Two, you had like the passion and the interest to do it. So we're already talking outside over here. Yeah. We have like just literally our conversations. So why don't we just make a podcast for ourselves? Yeah. And why don't we just record it? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the, that was the only difference. And we tested it out with, uh, issue zero. Yeah. And we ended up liking it. Yeah. It was one a really great concept we thought about. Just kind of like you know, it wasn't supposed to be delivering nerdy news. Yeah, it was just kind of like, what if we, you and I, just had a conversation? Yeah, and that's how it started out. Um, and you know, we did this successfully for a year straight without missing missing an episode or an issue for a week. Yeah, you know, we were we were constantly going at it weekly. We released issues every week and we were content to the point that we wanted to expand and yeah. grow. And about six months in, we were talking about like, okay, well how else can we grow this brand and stuff like that? Yeah. And we started talking about like different solutions and stuff. We brought Nick along as a guest yeah. and Nick was the one that opened our eyes a and great started addition to the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It like, we didn't even think that Nick was going to be an addition, you know, like mm -hmm. we were, we were just thinking about like how he could be a guest and stuff. Yeah. I started out as a guest. And then when Nick, you know, sh you know came on the show, he, he showed us like his range of knowledge that he knew mm -hmm. and it was something that we needed. Mm -hmm. And I think having him on the show and having him on a, as a partner as well too, was the best addition that we've had as of growing. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's just one, I'm amazed at how much we've grown. Yes. Amongst each other. I think that we started this out as like, individuals that didn't think it was going to go anywhere yeah granted we still have a lot to learn and a lot we to were, grow into yeah we were we didn't know anything we just went in and just basically let's like let's just record our conversations and we did and, and i will say this like i've never had so much fun and so much time and growing with a partner like you man no like i we started out as just people like just talking you started out as just a customer and we knew each other but honestly, I'm glad to have you as a friend. And, I, and I'll go as far as, honestly, man, honest, you're like one of my best friends now. It's. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've, and, and this whole year shows that how much that we can create great content, but then also build a great friendship. And I, there's no other person this that I would want to build not, a brand with, no, honestly. Yeah, this show is not, this show didn't strengthen our bond. Yeah. I think it just kind of I think like, it did, honestly. Okay. We became closer. Mm -hmm. And I think both of us experienced the same things, not only with podcasts, but then, you know, I'm sorry to mention this, but we also lost our parents as well, too. Yeah. I lost my mom and you lost your dad. And I think that that made us stronger as friends. And I think because we both know and how we feel about that. And I'm 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 gonna start crying because like <laughs> honestly, man, like I wouldn't ask for a better co-host and a better friend right now than you. 
You are crap. I don't, I don't even <laughs> talk then, about this. One. <laughs> I'm sorry, but dude, like, I am so happy. I am building this this brand with you, because no one else would have understand or or know how I feel than you. You know, it's. <laughs> right, I'm gonna try to hold back tears and stuff because it's like it, it's a lot to take in. But and Nick's a great addition because it was the best decision we've made together. Yeah, you know that me, he is helping us make our brand greater. Let me put it to you yeah. this way: so, I mean, we're we're labeling this as Year Zero because, yeah. like, when we look at comic books and stuff like that, like every superhero has their beginnings and stuff like yeah. that. You know, like I think one of like your favorite superhero is Batman. Yes. And you know, we talk about Batman Year One. Yeah. I think it's like one of one of personally for me one of the best storylines that Batman has ever been given. Yeah. It's it's his upcoming his like beginnings and how he managed to become the hero that he is. Yeah. There's always a Year Zero, the test trial, the the, the training, the the the, yeah. the things that they have to go through, yeah. right? And I think that that's what we're going through in terms of like how we started last year. You know, there was a pandemic. There was the ideas, the conceptualizing, like all these different things. We had to think about what we were going to do. Yeah. And I think that in order for us to get started, we just press record. Yeah. And we just started to have a conversation about like, you know, Mm -hmm. what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um. We didn't know what was going We didn't know how to head into this. We didn't we, know where this was going to go. We didn't. Yeah. And I think that it started out of passion. Yeah. We just simply had a conversation and we kept going. Um, then we had bigger ideas. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to say that from where we started to where we are now, we've probably never have had. No, no, screw the probably. <laughs> we've never have had an argument mm-hmm. in terms of planning. Yeah. And I've never had that with another friend. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people that I've, you know, talked to and all these other things, you know, I've had best friends. I have best friends. Mm-hmm. Even if they listen to this, yes, I have best friends and stuff like that. Um, but it's difficult because they all have their own, like, their own life goals and their own their agendas own ideas, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their own opinions and stuff And like that's that. perfectly fine. Yeah. You know, no beef against them. I've never managed to share a goal with someone, and I think that we shared it together when we had that conversation last year that we wanted to produce something and we wanted to do something just for one for fun but to also kind of like put our knowledge out there in the world yeah and when we started recording this i think that's what we wanted to do yeah and you're right i'm super glad that we started this yeah me too i don't regret it I, i i i don't regret it it's it's a great outlet yeah it's super great i love to create things and I love to produce. I love to have new content just flowing in my brain. There's my brain is just an outlet of creative ideas. Yeah. And when we talk about things, it's never like, you know, Renee, I want you to do this. And you're like, I don't like no, doing that. It never feels like whenever you tell me something or I tell you something, it never feels like it's forced upon. It's always something that we both agree on. Yeah. You know? And, and I think that's what makes this brand work is that you and I, both we've both established that what we want for this brand and what we want to do moving forward and i'm sorry i'm like really tearing up no, right no, you're, you're good you're good you're and good. um and i think what i love is that working with you is that we both know what we want at the end of the day because we don't we we have goals in mind yeah and i think that we both respect each other's boundaries i, I like for me i like to compare myself personally yeah to the game rooms mm-hmm and, you know, when we think about when I think about that, it's like, you know, you, you think about the story that went behind the development yeah. of that brand, you know, 
it's it's not that it's similar to what we're trying to do, but it's mm-hmm. like a friendship that developed over similarities and over likes yeah. and stuff like that and how the chemistry built. We have a chemistry that honestly I could say is can't be defined by anything that's out there. Yeah. Um, we both respect each other's ideals. We both understand where we're coming from. Yeah. I don't think there was ever a time where we both uh, disagreed on an idea because we both realized that what we wanted to do and what we wanted to produce. And I think we both understand like, okay, because there was a time where we did the commentary tracks from Mandalorian. Yeah. But then even then we realized that wasn't really a good idea, good way to do it. It wasn't. And I think that it's trial and error and that we learn from it and we understand each other's Mm -hmm. boundaries in that sense. And like, you know, we'll propose ideas to each other and we'll understand where we're coming from and stuff like that. And it was like, it was never like, oh yeah. Cause even then we still need to we still need to do the let's plays exactly but it's something that we're like okay we're it's not an idea that we're gonna scrap yeah we still want to finish that through i've always held this idea that a best friendship Mm -hmm. is always developed when someone doesn't try so hard to maintain a friendship yeah it's always like you know the friendship develops naturally you have to let it die out because it'll never die out yeah you know, and I think that's what we have. We never text each other every day. We don't message each other every day no. about little things. Well, like it's, I'll send you TikToks. Yeah, that's it. But even, then, <laughs> but even then, I'm like, well, Brian will get. I'm like, I never like. Been like have you seen this TikTok yet? Have you seen this? No, because I know that eventually you'll you'll see it. Or even then, like you said, we don't text each other. We don't call each other. But it's always the day before. Yeah. Or it's always the day of we record. We've always been there for each other in that sense. Yeah. And I think that's why that chemistry works for this. Like, forget the brand for a second. Forget yeah. keeping up with the nerds. Yeah. Like, this works because naturally we are friends. Yeah. And so it, it works. And if we're going to bring in our other co-host, Nick, for a second, okay? Yeah. You yeah. know, who, mm-hmm. you know, I, like, again, it's just the two of us because we wanted to make this annual issue. This is a part two to let you guys know. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is an annual number three just mm-hmm. because, you know, we wanted to bring it to old school times. When we brought in Nick, it felt natural. It worked because... It never felt forced. No. It never felt like it wasn't just like me and you and then an extra person. When Nick came on to do, it was, what was the first episode? It was the Snyder the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut. When Nick came on to do the show with us during the Snyder Cut like review, it just felt like natural. It was or very organic. It was. it was. It was basically like keeping up with the nerds and then just having Nick here. And it's just he was already part of it in the first episode. I'll tell you right now. I don't think I maybe told you this. I might have told you this outside of the podcast. But like Nick and I have always met each other in the most inconveniently <laughs> convenient yeah. times. Like I've ran into Nick when uh, – Adam West yeah. passed away and they held a memorial in the LA City Hall. Yeah. Ran into him. Thousands of people were mm-hmm. literally there and somehow yeah. I ran into him. We ran into I ran into him again yeah. at uh Frankenson's. Yeah. Out of the hundreds of people that were there, we I ran into him and I proposed the idea, come yeah. on the show. And yeah. when same thing for in, me, like when it came to Nick and I as well too, he would he 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 record here with his podcast, The Wealth of Press, and me but like off when we were done recording, me and him would just have these like these amazing conversations, mm-hmm. these super funny ideas that me and him would just come up and it was just like these super funny jokes. And then there was also a time where we were just coming up with content together with me and him a long time ago mm-hmm. and it just felt very organic. It just me and him basically it was like we never talked that's the thing. We never saw each other a lot, but that's the thing. When we meet me and him would meet up, it would just felt like 
basically like we were like already best friends during that time. Yeah. We would just talk and we would just basically, it would just be very organic as well too. None of this is forced. And I think that's no. what's great about keeping up with the nerds. Like, you know, I, we I, never, I'm, we never try hard. Yeah. To bring out content. Before we move on about yeah. our future plans and stuff like that, one, I'd like to thank our constant listeners for sticking with us and supporting oh, us and stuff course. like that. Thank um, you guys. If it wasn't for you guys, like we wouldn't have had the motivation. Like our friendship is one motivational factor to do mm-hmm. this, but like two, it's you guys that constantly listen and constantly let us know what it is that you like and don't like yeah. about our show. And we thank and love you guys for this. And we promise to keep doing bigger and better things for you guys. I actually have a new, not a new listener, but a listener that came in this week and told me that he was caught up not caught up but like also he listens to our podcast his name was jaime diaz Mm -hmm. and he's a frequent uh customer here at the store and he just told me that he basically was talking about he was listening to our new anime episode which was last issue 49 issue 49 and he was like he got to the part basically when we started talking about dragon ball z and stuff like that (laughs) but just to have just to have listeners (laughs) just to have listeners and just Tell me. They come in at the store and be like, yeah, I checked out your podcast. It's super funny. Thank you, guys. Jaime Diaz is one of them. Um, what is it? Uh, Joe. Joe is one of them with his wife, Lilu. Uh, Eric is a constant listener of our show as well, too. We love him as well, too. Rebel, Rebel is a constant yeah. listener as well, too. Um, and then your your fiance. Andy. Your beautiful fiance is a you know, constant listener as well, too. You know, Just to have... At least what I named off like five people, five people that just listen to our show constantly is even a blessing as well, too. Yeah, Yeah, it's year zero. We have a lot planned Um, to wrap it up. Yes. Let's talk. about. Let's let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's talk about what we have planned. Yeah. Um, I know we're in like in a little bit of a drunken state, but (laughs) (laughs) let's 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 discuss. But I think it's going to be interesting for our listeners. It is. (laughs) This is us unhinged. You're welcome. This is unhinged, guys. So enjoy the show. But we're going to wrap it up. Go ahead. Go for it. Um, There is a lot planned. I mean, there is talks about, you know, funding this uh, brand. And, you know, we've been holding off on it Mm -hmm. specifically because we don't want to force that idea upon our listeners. Yeah. You know, just kind of letting you know, it's like, hey, if you want this. No, we want to create the content because we love creating the content. We have new shoes, no sh- new, <laughs> new shows. Shushu. <laughs> we have new shows planned for you guys. Yeah. That we've been in we talks ha- about. We have content, new content coming out soon. Yes. Uh, if you have not followed us on our YouTube channel, please do so. Um, there's tons planned for year one. And we just talked about, um, you know, pretty much what we're going to be doing for year, uh, year one. Uh, I'll put it this way. In June, we're going to be in talks about producing a new show. We're actually talked about it today. Yeah. Uh, about a new show that we want to do. And it's going to be a YouTube exclusive. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you know, go subscribe there. Yeah. Um, there's tons more what we want to do with the uh, with our podcast in regards to issues and stuff like that. Um, we're just trying to keep it as like close to comic book lore as possible. Yeah. I no, think we, the best way to explain we, it. We want to stay true to how we started this episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, you know, okay, really quick. I'm sorry. Really quick. I don't think I've told you this. But remember our first few episodes, we talked about DC leaving Diamond? Yeah. Marvel has announced they are leaving Diamond. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not a surprise. That DC <laughs> well, it was something year. because remember it was talked about in our early issues that we 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 were talking about how DC was leaving, and then it was going to set up maybe other different publishers would leave as well too. Mm-hmm. Marvel has announced they are leaving Diamond for sure, and I'm they're going to go. They're going to go with the same uh, distributing company that DC's coming out. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, I'm sorry, but it's like it's interesting, but it's like not a surprise. It's not a surprise. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that for our listeners that actually what we said was that like this that DC leaving was actually the the pre the precursor. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't talk. The catalyst. Uh, the catalyst. Thank yeah. you, Brian. The catalyst of other publishers leaving and stuff like that. To wrap it up. Yes. There's a lot of shows that we have planned for the YouTube channel. There's a lot of stuff we have planned for our podcast that you can listen to on yes. Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Google Pop Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Um, you know, with the addition of Nick, we're glad to have him on here. I cannot <sighs> stress the fact that Nick has been a fantastic addition to the show. I will show, say this. To Nick, the brand. Nick has shown why we wanted him to be on part of yeah. our brand. He's doing a great job, guys. Um, it's not just because he provides like the intelligence stuff like that, no, stuff no. like that. But he's been one like it, it's. Uh, look, I'll put it this way: life. I, I, I'm a firm believer of like certain things. Yeah. Like when it comes to like you know life stuff, mm-hmm. I believe in like number significance. I don't know whatever that's called. There's certain numbers. I agree with you. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's certain numbers that I don't deal with. Yeah. Um, and. You know, the addition of Nick, if you want to relate it to that, came at the time that was appropriate that made me think about, like, how great it was to add him onto the show. Yeah, it was something that we needed where me and Brian discussed that we wanted our our name and our brand to grow. And he was a necessary person that we needed to bring in. Nick was not only an intellectual addition to the show, he's a great friend. Um, and I think amongst the three of us, we've developed a friendship that is probably, dare I say, unbreakable at this point. Mm-hmm. We're great. I, I love him to death. I love you, Renee, to death. I love you too, Brian. And, and I, again, I, I wouldn't want an, another co-host other than you. I'm going to say this Yeah. to wrap it up. Yes. I don't have a drink in my hand anymore. But You want some Coke? <laughs> I'm good. No, no, Just no. regular Coke? I'll, say it, I'll, I'll put it this way. I would never have thought to have built something like this. Um, give me that drink right there. <laughs> I would never have thought that I would have built something like this a year ago. Yeah, I know it's small, it's minimal, but my gut tells me that it's going to be something big. Um. Oh, really quick. Uh huh. Okay, so we'll do a question then. Just one question of what do you want for the brand? What do you want for the brand? I don't want success. What I want is just you know lasting friendship, and. I guess success in a way, but not success money wise. Mm-hmm. It's success in hard work that we can be proud of. I will say the same thing. And I will say basically what I would want is that for our grand, a brand grand, our brand to move forward is that I want a office for ourselves where yeah. we can just maybe a year record any content that we want. Maybe a year or two for now, maybe a year or two. I will say two years yeah. from now, yeah. but to like wrap up what I was saying, yeah. I'll let you say afterwards. Um, I want Keeping Up With The Nerds to be something that we can be proud of. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought or imagined building what we have now with anyone else because you guys, you know, you and Nick have been here for me mm-hmm. during times that I wouldn't have thought I would have been, you know, during times that I would have thought I would have been alone. Yeah. And I love you guys. 
let's keep this going. Let's keep this strong. Yeah. Let's keep the successes rolling. It's success is not represented by money. Mm-hmm. Success is represented by what we feel inside our hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds like some kingdom hearts kind of crap. <laughs> I don't care. You know, yeah. I love you guys. Let's keep up, keeping up with the nerds. Keeping up with the nerds. Strong into year one. Definitely. Here's to keeping up with the nerds. Keeping up with the nerds. Going into year one strong. Year one. Let's build that content for our audience. Let's build that content for ourselves. Let's go strong, boys. Let's do it. Let's go. Drink up to keeping up with the nerds. Keeping up with the nerds. All right. (sighs) All right. So before Renee wraps up. Yes. Annual number three. Oh, man. Just a reminder, guys, you can listen to our podcasts on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, follow us on there. Let us know if you're on Apple Podcasts. Please rate us. We do have a website where you can find us and all our content on there, keepingupwiththenerds.com. That is keepingupwiththenerds.com. We we update that pretty much every week. We try to make sure that all our content is fresh on there. Mm -hmm. We're writing a couple articles so you can find us on there. All the stuff that we don't want to make videos on and stuff like that on our website. Follow us on there. Subscribe to our YouTube. Bring that notification button. Pretty much what anything that Nick says, do it on there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you have not followed us, you know, if you're new to our channel and stuff like that or new to the show, please listen to our back catalog. We're going to be starting fresh with issue 50. Um, There's a couple changes. We'll let you know, guys know once we hit issue 50. But, you know, there's a lot to work on. Um, But this wraps up year zero, guys. And for one last time, Renee. Mm Are you ready to wrap the show up? I am. Let's do this. Thank you, citizens, for listening to this issue of Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour. I am your host, Renee. And this is Brian. And coming to you from 19... Oh, my God. 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, recording at Undercity Comics. We thank you, citizens, once again, and hope to see you all next time. Hey, sorry guys. I'm, I'm a little late. Uh, did you get? Why is there booze everywhere? What? Why is everybody crying? Nick. Uh. What the fuck?